pleasure. Hello everybody. Hi, welcome back to the tea. The tea episode. The tea, the tea. tea. (laughs) Let's talk about the tea. What gossip have you heard, Roz? To because don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Should we do the clean? Yes, let's clean everybody. Lovely. Oh, that's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Freshly brewed, freshly brewed tea today. Mm. So, how is everybody? We hope you're well. So, the tea episode is all about your dilemmas. So thank you for everybody who has emailed in to the Big Girls Don't Cry podcast email. Thank you very much. Um, we'll try and respond to all of them as well. So yeah, should we get right yeah. into the Let's get into, into it. it? Should we get right into it? Right, I've got the first one. Should I quit my intern? Hi girls, I'm currently doing an unpaid internship, which I've been doing for about six months. My boss said that there would be a paid opportunity at the end of it, but every time I ask her about it, she pushes back the date for when the role will go live. I want to apply to other positions, but I'm worried if she finds out, finds out that she, then she won't consider me for the role. Any advice? See, I, I just think I just think go like apply for other positions. Oh, a hundred. You've got. I think the best thing to do would be like to apply for other positions to keep your options open. Because she keeps pushing back this other role, so if you have something she's else lined up, she's taking advantage of you. Yeah, the fact she's pushing back the role is taking advantage. I'm not, I'm not being funny. Yeah, it's. But also, like, if eventually she does come with a paid role, then you can go for that. But just in case, I think you should have something else lined up. I don't think you should worry about her finding out. But how will she find out? And if she does, what, what? All you have to say is, I need like, money. I, just say that. I mean, you say I need to be paid. And this is my life. Yeah. You know. You've done six months you of don't, service. You don't, need, you don't have to give her your life. Yeah. Or the book, like. Yeah, exactly. You have no, you don't even need to explain to her. She doesn't, she doesn't need an explanation. Why are you so sure that the boss is a girl? <laughs> <laughs> you just like explain to her. But no, it's true. You don't yeah. even need, she doesn't even, they, the person doesn't need, the boss does not need an explanation. No. Because you're not being paid. Exactly. Even if you were at another job and you were being paid, you can still apply to other jobs. Oh, yeah. Because it's just common sense. You wouldn't quit a job unless you had something else lined up. Yeah. Yeah, it's just common sense. Like, you just have to be respectful and, obviously, and just don't go, like, bragging about it, obviously. But you, there's no, there's no harm in applying for other jobs or other positions no not at all at the end of the day it's your life you need to earn money and you've done six months so that's enough to get enough experience i think that's a perfect amount of time if you're gonna be unpaid six months to me is a cut off point because you can learn six you months learn no pay it's crazy you, you you learn the most in a year but you can earn all you need to know within six months so it's enough to put experience on your CV, definitely. So I think you just need to keep your options open and be smart about it. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. 
don't don't quit the intern before securing another role because she could put the the paid like the live role that's paid on. Um, so don't quit it. Make just just keep applying, and you have the paid role as backup. Yeah. So that's my advice. Yeah, I agree. You have to get them pretty much before. We can say yeah. To be honest, hit with a straight back. <laughs> good luck getting another job. Yeah, good luck everybody. Good luck everybody. <laughs> good luck everybody. <laughs> right, I will read the next one. So my parents have always been quite strict with me, and I can see how it is good in a lot of ways because they have pushed me, and I don't think I would have gotten into Oxford University if they hadn't mm. but I'm studying law there and it's honestly so hard mm. as you could imagine but as first year is going on I'm falling out of love with the subject and studying like this mm. I've always felt I'm quite a creative person I love fashion and makeup and interior and it's something that I find myself dreaming about I think I want to study interior design but I'm so I'm just so stuck like, I'm literally in the best uni in the country for law. My parents have done so much for me, and I want to drop out and study a subject that my parents don't even know I like or would be good at. I just feel like the creative industry is where I belong. Oh my god, that's so hard. Isn't it? Yeah. What year is she in? Is it first year. First year. Yeah. I can quit. I mean, I do, 100%. But you there's a lot go, of, no, there's, there's a lot, lot of complications. complications. And there's a lot of guilt attached as well because she's saying, like, oh my, my parents God. have done so much. But I don't think that just because your parents have done all this for you, at the end of the day, it's not what you truly want. And if your parents are any good for you, they want you to be happy. Yeah. Isn't it? They sound That's like they're very strict. But that is like, like do, do you know, like, some parents, are, like, frown upon creative subjects? Yeah. Like, a lot of people, like, really look down on them. Yeah, I know. And they don't, they don't think creative subjects get are, paid a lot. No, not even that. They just don't think a creative subject is something, like, worth doing. Mm. It's like, for example, I remember speaking to Seamus' mum's friend. And I, um, we're talking, she, she does, she's a lawyer, mm-hmm. and she was like, um, yeah, I, did, I, I was really smart in school, and Raya, Shane's sister, was like, oh, Beth got four A stars and A levels, and she was like, oh, really? And she's like, what did you do? And I told her what I did, and she's like, oh, well, that's why then, isn't it? And I was like, oh, it's really interesting that people mm. view it just yeah. because it's creative, even though you did really well in it, mm. we view it like that. So I could imagine that they're the type of parents that if she went to the parents, it's like, look, how are they doing interior? They'd be like, what the fuck? You've ruined our life. Like, we, how embarrassed. We're going to be so embarrassed telling our friends that our daughter's studying interior. It's that kind of family that I sound yeah, but I just wouldn't want to be... Oh, like, I, I would want to get out. I, like, I, if I was you, drop, you know, drop out yeah. and pursue what you want. Exactly. But you might fall out of your parents. I mean, yeah, they sound like, from what you've just described, they sound, sound like they've disowned you. 
but I can't. It can't be that serious, surely. No, sit, honestly, some parent like think she goes to Oxford Uni. That is a that is a very exclusive uni, very prim and proper. I think it's at the end of the all it comes down to is that it's your life. And what if they right? What if her parents are like? Well, do you want to do that? We're not helping you. We're not going to help financially help you with this. This is all on your back. You know, there's I've, ways. I, I've to not got your back. But blackmail, emotional blackmail. Fucking, <laughs> there's nothing you can do. <laughs> That's disgusting. Because I, that, that, that sounds that. I think it's like that. Why would I, you I do that as a parent? Who would oh, do that? Things. Yeah, stories <laughs> like that. You do. I could just couldn't be a part of a family like that. Oh no, it's fucking disgusting. What the hell? That pisses me off. I'm actually really angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really angry. I think personally, you need to maybe talk to your parents and say, "Look, I know you've helped me a lot." Yeah. But I'm really not enjoying my course. I'm, you know, I'm just not enjoying it. I think it sounds like a bit of a Billy Elliot situation. I think you need to like actually go and talk to some unis that you want to go to or um, look into some courses that you want to do and contact them and say, look, this is my situation. What do you think I should do? Can I potentially? Like, you might have to finish this one year in law and then go into your first year um, at a different uni come September or next September or something. Um, But I think you should have a plan in place. So I think reaching out to the uni first is a good idea because Because if you come to your parents and say, I will do this and nothing's planned, then they're probably like, I can't see how this happened. Yeah, exactly. But if you said to them, like, look, this is what I'm going to... Don't even ask them to be like, this is what I'm going to do. This is my plan. I'm going to finish I'm, I'm going to finish this law year and then I'm going to go to this uni. They'll accept me or I need to do this, this, well, this. you obviously got amazing grades. Yeah. To, to be able to go to law. Um, to do law at Yeah, exactly. So, but in theory, you probably will need a portfolio. portfolio. Well, you will need a portfolio. Yeah. So you need to do that off your own back, like yeah. in your own time. Maybe you create this portfolio because you do need a portfolio to get into do interior design. Yeah. You do it off your own back, off in your own time, and then when you do say to your parents and tell them this is what I want to do, you show them your portfolio to show them, look, I'm very capable of this. Mm. Look how you know good I am at this yeah. and whatever. And then hopefully you'll be a bit more lenient. But she did say in the um, message that. She, that her parents don't even know she's into interior design. So it's like me coming to you, Ross, like going, oh yeah, um, I've actually changed my course. I actually want to be um, a, Formula one, a Formula One driver. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's shocking. Out of the blue, yeah. Like, out of the blue. But what, what can they say? I mean, like, they might not agree with it, but I think at the end of the day, it's your life. Look, you're young. One. You're so what? You must be eighteen. Yeah. So you know so why? Right. Laws are fucking hard degree, mm. and it's got a lot more years ahead after yeah. the degree. Like you've got to finish your degree, which is three years. You've got to do your solicitors, uh, 
qualification, which is two years, with your master's, How which is a it? year. Because my friend does it. Oh, right. You know, it's not, a, it's a seven, it's like fucking medicine. It's like yeah. six, seven years of your life. Oh, perfection. Yeah. Doing law. Yeah. And if she doesn't like it, and she's on her first year, it's not like you're in your, you finish your degree, you're doing your solicitors thing, and then you've decided, oh, shit, I, I want to do, yeah, which is fine, obviously, yeah. that's what happens, but, like, at least you've only just started it. Exactly. There's you know, and it's not, you know, you've not spent, you know, thousands yeah. on the course. Yeah. Loads, of, know, my, loads of people in my first year, like, completed the first year and then changed courses, like, everyone does it. Yeah, you hear it all the time, yeah. So, it's just completely normal to realise you don't like the course and you want to do something different. Mm. Loads of people go through that. That's completely normal. It's just, it's just having that conversation with the parents, and I honestly think it won't be as bad as like you think it will be. No, but I can imagine some parents are fucking dickheads. I'm telling <laughs> you, like I'm telling you. I mean, obviously it's inconvenient, but you don't want. I, it's never too late to pursue what oh, yeah. you want. No. At the end of the day, like, and you don't want to be unhappy. Because it comes down to how you are, and just say to them, like, look, do you want me to continue this law degree and I'll be miserable, or do you want me to actually do something that I want to do and thrive? Do you know what I mean? Mm. There's no point being miserable in life. Life's too short. Yeah. So, honestly, I just think, fuck with them and fuck what they say. Like, they can't dictate... They can't blackmail as, as well. Like there's if it's finance if it's the finances that you're worried about, there's ways to go about it. There's grants. There's, you know, my friend she is um was independent from her parents. Um, basically, what's the word? Like she didn't have support from her parents during uni, but her government student loan was one of the highest because of that. So there are ways to get around it. You get right. loans for a reason. Obviously, you have to pay it back when you start working, but you just forget about that. Like, cross that bridge when you get there, and I think you just need to do a little bit of research and make a, subs a, a solid plan, basically, of how you're going to go about it, and basically pitch it to your parents. Yeah, I think is the best is the best thing to do right now. You know, and say if you do actually, you forget to put it aside and you don't actually tell them this is what you want to do and you do study law, um, your life is miserable. Yeah, exactly. Just for the sake of your parents. Yeah. And what if your parents die in two years' time? Mm. And you're unhappy. You, you're unhappy because you didn't go and do pursue, pursue your own thing. Yeah. You don't want to live your life making someone else happy. You yeah. You want to live your life to make you happy. Doesn't matter who they are, parents, siblings, partner, they don't really, obviously they matter, but in terms of your life, they can't, no, cannot dictate no. what you want to do with your life. Period. 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 <laughs> As I say, you're in a pickle. <laughs> you're in a bit of a pickle, you are. You're in a little bit of a pickle. So, okay, well, yeah. good luck with your endeavours. Honestly, good luck. Mm. I'd like you to actually message our Instagram and tell us how it went because I'm very curious. <laughs> <laughs> you just want all the drama, I can, you, I can you tell me I'm, I'm right about your parents? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my ex-boyfriend cheated on me with his cousin. 
Right, this is quite a long one, so just bear with that in mind. Last year, my boyfriend went to the gym and said I could watch Netflix on his laptop. I probably shouldn't have, but I decided to have a snoop. We've all done it. <laughs> he let me have the laptop password, so figured there wasn't wouldn't really be anything on there. Anyway, as he wasn't exactly hiding it. Little did I know. On his WhatsApp, I found a multitude of sexual messages and pictures with his cousin. Fucking hell. They had had sex before oh, whilst we were together. She also God. has a boyfriend of five years and was planning to have sex with her again. They had sent loads of views and were so sexual. I can't go into details because it will make me feel sick, but let's just say they were very graphic. I also found out that he was cheating on me with another girl and messaging many others. He was actually dating her at university in York. Who? Your cousin? He was at, no, um, another girl at university in York. I had always wondered why he hid, why he kind of hid me when I was visiting him at uni, and this must have been why. I was obviously horrified and phoned him straight away asking what the fuck was going on. I had met his cu- this cousin at family gatherings and they were flirty, but I always thought it was just banter. Ew. I was so shocked to find all this out. He said his cousin was adopted, so it wasn't incest, and that she had actually groomed him as a child, so he had a psychological attachment to her. He said he would what kill him. The... I know. He said he would kill himself if I told anyone, and whenever I mentioned the cousin, he would cry and accuse me of making him relive his trauma. We decided to stay together and work through it together as I thought he was in a lot of pain. He promised to go counselling but never did. Meanwhile, I was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. Whenever we fought, he said it was my mental health that was making me believe he was a horrible person and that he actually wasn't and pushed me into counselling to deal with anger problems that had arisen since the cheating escapade. I encouraged him to tell his family as I was under the impression this cousin was a groomer and molester. How and how old's the cousin? Like is it is she older than him? I don't know, I didn't say. Because you can't how can he be groomed? He has to be someone older. It, yeah, it must it must she must be older because he came out with saying that she groomed him when he, he was, was a child. child. Oh my god. Cousin was grooming and molesting and thought others might be in danger. He would always get defensive and say he wouldn't do this to her. A few months ago, I found out that the cousin wasn't adopted. When I confronted him, Ugh. I asked him. I asked him again about the grooming, and he said he had also made that up to make himself sound better. What? We broke up, and I sent a letter to his mum detailing the incestuous affair. Fuck off. As the cousin had sent me threats, and I couldn't no put this on my shoulders anymore. Because he threatened to commit suicide, if I told anyone, my friend said it would be my fault if he committed suicide. Suicide is a touchy subject to me, as I'd previously been hospitalised for overdose, which he was never at my side for, by the way. What do you guys think? Would I be to blame if he was to do anything? No. No. Period. 100% not. No. No. That's just another... No. Like we said on the... If he kills himself, it's because he's ashamed of himself. And you have nothing to do with it. Absolutely nothing. No. You should be clapping. Yeah. Sorry, that's not nice. <laughs> that's not nice. That's not nice. Sorry. <laughs> that's fucking savage sometimes. We don't know that. <laughs> um, no. 
Period. Not your fault. Your friend's no, wrong. Not at all. Your friend's completely wrong. Why? What friends told her that? What the fuck? What the fuck? It. A classic line from an. Wait, I want to know what happened with the mum's letter. That's what I want to know. Is what did the mum reply? (laughs) That's what I want to know. A classic manipulator and abuser line is if you leave me or if you tell someone, blah, 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 I will kill myself. Oh, yeah. That's part of their abuse. Yeah. To manipulate you and to emotionally so abuse you. So they're not you. together now? No. They're, no. Um, they've ended. Yeah, they, yeah, she said they broke up. Yeah. And the fact he wasn't there by your side when yeah. you were hospitalised. Yeah. Because of an overdose. He didn't care. He doesn't care. Give a he, shit. He didn't give a fuck. I'm not being funny. My boyfriend didn't come to my hot bedside mm. and was with me 24-7. It would it pissed me off. Mm. Yeah. And he has the cheek to emotionally blackmail you. Yeah. And put all that pressure on you. He's disgusting. Mm-hmm. I'm not even being for he's fucking disgusting. He's a scum. He's fucking slept with his cousin. I know. That's fucking grim. This is it's below grim. It's below scum. It's like and it's but the worst thing is the worst thing is is making all those lies up and saying I was molested as a child. I have a psychological attachment. He, he he's sounds, a psycho. He sounds psychotic. He's, he's a psycho. How can you lie? I about think you that? should phone the fucking police. To be honest, because that, is that I actually agree with you. Because how are people that fucked up allowed to walk? Uh, people like that should not be in relationships. They shouldn't be allowed to be in relationships because they are what you would say. An abuser. He's domestically abused you emotionally. Basically. Yeah. Like, how can you have that hold over someone? Do you think think she has, like, something to go to the police with? Like that. Like, is that... Can you go to the police with it? I don't know. I I think, like, if... I think, in terms of the threats and everything, you could potentially go to the police. Oh, yeah, because I'm threatening you. 100%. Actually, Um, 100%. Yeah. You could definitely go to the police about it. Um... And I think that I don't really know what the laws are in terms of emotional abuse, but there should be fucking something in place. There must be. I need it's, to, I need to ask my friends. I think I've got a law degree. It's, it's, it's insane to me that someone with that potential to lie like that and the fact that he even made himself cry, like he was so far into this lie, he was crying and saying like... Oh my God. But that is a psycho. That is a psycho like an actual like a ma- right imagine he can lie about shit like that he can lie to you about fucking anything he got killed people for all you know i'm being serious like something mm. like that is someone that you do not want to be near no i would fucking get a a what's it called like a restraint rest- yeah i think like yeah, he, sounds he sounds like an absolute mental. fucking weirdo Sounds mental. Literally the fact he's having sex with his cousin. Mm. His and then, cousin. And lying about it and saying like... Look, she fl- he's flirted at parties. Yeah. How weird is that? Yeah. Weird. That is weird. Yeah, it's fucking fucked up. I can't believe ooh. it. I can't Why would you... I'm literally like, ooh. 
But no, in terms of your question, who cares? If he kills himself, he kills himself. But he hasn't. You've already left him, he right? He won't kill himself. He won't kill himself. He won't. That's part of his he threat. Like, it's a classic threat. Oh, yeah. Classic. It's, he deserves to be punished. <laughs> you, I don't know what happened with this bloody letter. <laughs> I, you need to... I don't know, like, you need to tell everyone. <laughs> yeah. He can't go away. He can't get away with that. He cannot get away with that. Like, cheating is one thing. Cheating with your cousin is another thing. But lying about being emotionally abused, it's disgusting. You don't lie about that. No. And you don't... This is the thing, like, he emotionally manipulated her to stay with him... And support to, him. To, the fact that she wanted to support him and say, "Look, baby, I'll help you get better." Like, you should being have abused. been the one who was angry. It's yeah, it twisted. You're, you're being. And you were comforting him. You're being abused. I'll help you. We'll get therapy. I'll help you get therapy. Like being a good fucking girlfriend. And it was all a lie. He didn't deserve you. No, he did not deserve you. It, to me, weirder. if I was you, I would feel so violated. Like I would be. Like when someone has touched you in a, in inappropriate in a, inappropriate places, I feel that emotionally. Like I've been emotionally violated, and I will never trust anyone ever again if I was her. I like I don't see how you can. No. Like that is so fucked up. Like how someone can lie like that. No. That's you need to call the police. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> think it's fucking weird. I. Think. I'm actually gobsmacked. Yeah, but this kind of thing happens. I I'm actually gobsmacked. I can't. Outside of Jeremy Kyle, I'm shocked that this actually. Happened I am. I could not imagine my my like me being on my boyfriend's laptop coming across pictures of his naked cousin. Ooh. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? I'd leave. I'd want to get away from him as far, even yeah. if it if it was being groomed. I think it's fucking weird. I wouldn't want to be involved with a guy like that. Oh no, I feel sick. No, I really feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm so angry for her. So angry. I just think, how can you do someone like that? It's disgusting. Like, people like that should not be walking the streets. No. Or they should not be getting in relationships. And... I think you you sound like you've had such a hard relationship, Mm. like such a hard time, and a relationship should not be hard, it It shouldn't make you sad, it shouldn't make you be crying all the time, you shouldn't be arguing all the time, you you shouldn't need to feel like you need to help them, you know, a relationship should push you and be happy and... You shouldn't have, you shouldn't be coming across naked pictures of someone else of anyone let alone his cousin his cousin of anyone i'm so sorry this happened to you it's fucked up but yeah no i don't think you need to you should not be worried about telling people um in case he kills himself because you uh, if he kills himself honestly 
if if it was me, I, I'm not. I'm without being absolutely horrible. I would just quite quite be happy. I'd be satisfied. <laughs> because you, yeah. if he, he's obviously saying to her, "Oh, if I kill yourself, that you, it's your fault." Mm. Not, that's an abuse. Not it's your he's fault. An, an it is not your fault. He's an abuser. It's he's his fault. Abuser. He's the one, you know, hanging himself. Mm. He, yeah. him, not you. Yeah, that's his choice. Mm-hmm. Preach. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like, when my sister was going through her abusive relationship and her her ex-partner was saying that if you leave me, I'll kill myself, and she went to my uncle, should, I'm scared to leave him because he's going to kill himself. My uncle said, if he kills himself, he kills himself. That's not on you. And it's so plain and simple. The thing is, is he's dead anyway. So what's going to (laughs) happen? He's dead. And regardless... He's not gonna kill himself. Let's he's be honest. He's not. He's not. They he never do. He they done never it do. They never do. He won't tell you he's yeah. gonna kill themselves. Someone who kills themselves don't don't tell. They just exactly. Do it. Yeah, they just do it. They. I mean, yeah. You've been in that place before where you, obviously, you said you were hospitalized for overdose. So you've obviously been in that place where you actually do want to end everything and I highly doubt that you were going around saying I'm gonna kill myself I'm gonna and kill don't you let just... this stress push you to that point again. exactly like don't let this stress push you no to that point it's That's not cool. worth it and I know it seems like no like he doesn't care and he didn't care and you could easily think no one's gonna care about me but I just think he it's just shit that you happen to be with such a heartless abusive I want to say person, but it's not even a person. It's just shit. He's the devil. He's the devil. He is the devil. He's Lucifer. He's Satan. Like, you just... A heartless slug. <laughs> you need to heal now. You do. You need to heal. You need to concentrate on yeah. yourself. You need to forget it. Block him off everything. Yeah. Block him off everything. Anything, any photos you've got on him, delete him. Wipe him away from your whole fucking life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's about you and you only. Yeah. Rebuild yourself, heal, focus on yourself. Point blank, you deserve better. You deserve <laughs> the world, and you give that to yourself. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Right. I don't know if it's me or that it's something that all girls get bothered about. So I saw that my boyfriend was watching porn before I came over and it really bothered me. I didn't say anything because I didn't want to seem like a bitch, but I find it disrespectful. What are your thoughts on this? Hmm. What are your thoughts, Beth? My thoughts are... It's funny. Right, right. (laughs) If you're living with your boyfriend, right? Yeah. I think that they shouldn't watch porn. Relationship, 
them watching porn. Yes, I understand it more. Do I like it? Mm, I'm not a fan of it, but I'm not against it. I'd, ra- right, I'd rather, I, I, I've said this to my boyfriend, like, I'd rather you ask me to send me like, a video or a picture. Okay. That's what, that's what, I, that's what me and my boyfriend do. If we're, if we're like, whatever, well, we're even living together now, but if, when I was in uni, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, just, I, I'd just send you a photo. Yeah. Of me naked. <laughs> <laughs> What's she got a problem with? Like, she, she doesn't want she to finds it disrespectful. Just watching, watching porn in general. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Um, I'm in two minds about it, to be honest, because I personally think that I don't think watching porn is a problem. I think all boys do it. I think even girls do it. Like, I don't think it, it's such, I don't think it's that taboo. But I think the porn industry is the problem for me. I think the, the, some of the content out there is disrespectful, it's misogynistic, it's sexist, it's everything under the sun, it's, it's, it's like, there's stuff like, there's paedophile, there's, there's so much shit out there, the worrying stuff that people are consuming, and that is worrying to me, and I think I couldn't be with someone, if they watch porn, fine, but it's just like, it depends what kind of porn, do you That's know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be with someone I'm not going to lie, I've never watched porn in my life. Really? Ne- yeah, I've never watched it. So I literally have absolutely no idea. There's what? some, like, there's What's some, there? like... I know there's some fucking weird things, but yeah, like, I'm not aware. Like, how, I couldn't be with someone that gets their kinks from... Or gets their kicks from... What's that saying? Gets their kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets their kicks from watching... A fucking child get gang raped by fuck? three different men at the same time. What? Like there's there's disgusting stuff out there. What? Yeah, you like it's, it's there's stuff like that. Yeah. What? It's so accessible. It's worrying. No, that's that's it's that sis. So right. I think I'm telling you, right? If someone if someone did that, I'd what, fucking stab them. <laughs> Pedophiles should be killed. Oh god, yeah. Like I think. It's it's insane what's what is out there, what's accessible. So I think it, to me it depends what type of videos they're watching. Because if I it's just normal be, sex. Yeah, that's fine. I don't think I have a problem with it personally. But I also think don't watch it like around me. Oh, like doing your own time, like without me knowing. Yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't care to know about it. Yeah, yeah. Just don't talk to me about it. Like yeah. I know you do it, but just don't talk to me about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if they're watching like really problematic stuff, then I would have a problem with it. I couldn't be with someone like that. But yeah. from an ethical point of view, and from like a, I just can't. It makes me feel sick. I think what upsets me about porn is that obviously porn stars are big boobed, big bummed, you know, very oh what the beauty yeah. standard. Yeah. yeah. I think that I think it's an issue because and as well the sex that they have on porn, like I feel like there's an expectation as a woman to perform the way that women do on porn. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, I can understand. Like, luckily, like, I've never been with someone who expects that. But I can see, like, why it's a problem when young boys come into a relationship thinking it's going to be like that. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I, my previous relationship, he, he was um, addicted to porn. And that affected, did eventually affect our relationship. Yeah. So I didn't have a problem with him watching porn, but when it comes to affect me, that's when it's a problem. Yeah. Because he yeah. started slag, like he started commenting on my body, saying, yeah. "Why doesn't your body look like this?" Yeah. Why are your boobs like absolutely that? horrible? And so that as soon as it started affecting me, I I, I started connecting the dots, and I was like, "Something's yeah. not right here." Yeah. Like, like I can't be with someone that thinks watch porn fine but understand that that it's it's designed to be not real yeah it's not real Mm. so don't come into the real world and expect that yeah like girls yeah you know what I mean yeah I know what you mean I just think like it's it varies from relationship to relationship I think you need to set boundaries and if they cross any boundaries then they don't respect you period yeah yeah so even if you say to them i'm not happy with you watching porn and then they go and watch porn that's them not respecting you yeah like at the end of the day i i can understand why people don't like their partners watching porn and i can understand why it's Mm. fine but if that's you like if you know that is you your partner should really respect that yeah so wait what does she ask sorry i don't know just make sure we've answered the question. What are your thoughts on this? Those are my thoughts. I didn't say anything because I didn't want to seem like a bitch, but I find it disrespectful what are your thoughts on this. Well, I think you should but say yeah, something. Yeah, no, if you find it disrespectful, then, yeah, I'd say, like, look. Um, it's hurting feelings. I'm here. Yeah. You know, I, because she said she caught him when, when she came round. Mm. Some boys, to be fair, like to have a wank before their girlfriends come round so they last longer in sex. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that, but I know that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, they do. Because if you come in the morning, you're going to last longer in the evening, say, if your girlfriend comes around, because your body's already cummed. So your body takes longer to come. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Did not know that. So that's my, that might be why he actually did that. Maybe. Yeah, you never know, he might have just done that because yeah. he wanted to perform better. You don't know. Perform better. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> for longer. Is this Britain's Got Talent? <laughs> but, um, yeah, if you find it disrespectful, have a conversation, you know. Sorry. Have an open heart. Is your boyfriend at the end of the day? Yeah. Be honest. Be honest. Right. Shall I read the last one? Yeah. Am I boring? I don't know. <laughs> Hey, I need your opinion. Am I boring? How can we answer that? We don't That's the you. title! <laughs> hey, I need your opinion. I've really enjoyed being in lockdown because I'm an introvert at heart. At uni, I always said no to going out so much so that my friends... So much so that my friends stopped asking me altogether to go out with them as they just knew I would say no. Now that lockdown has been lifted, 
announced to be lifted, my group chat is non-stop talking about how we're going to go out every night and I'm feeling so anxious and pressured into feeling like I should not be, feeling like I should not ever, not, <laughs> I can't read, no it's spelled wrong, um, I'm feeling like I should <laughs> not being, not say no ever again to going out and socialising. I'm so embarrassed and scared that nobody will ever be my friend if I'm this terrified of going out and I just prefer to be isolated in my safe space on my room. Is this normal? Am I a boring, unlikable person? Hmm. I think it's fair enough. It... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just shivering. I think, right, fair enough, you're introverted. Hmm. I, I don't mind going all out all the time it's exhausting <laughs> it's exhausting i like to you know just lie in the bed and do whatever mm. whatever i do as well you know it, yeah if that's you that's you that you shouldn't worry about that i do understand that from a friend's perspective it, it is hard for i don't think you're a dislikable person mm. i think it's hard for a friend's perspective to socialise with you when all you want to do is not socialise. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have to, you have to go out of your comfort zone. You have to make an effort. You're obviously bothered that you don't have friends or mm. you, or friends are loose and not like spending wanting to spend time with yeah. you. So and because you are bothered, maybe it's just something that you need to work on pushing yourself yeah. into doing things that you know yeah, you're not necessarily comfortable with yeah definitely and set some boundaries like maybe if they're gonna go out every night just say like look i'll come out a couple of times yeah and yeah because at the end of the day a friendship does work both ways you have to put in effort yeah and there's only so many so many times someone can encourage you and say look it'll be fine like just come out and eventually yeah they will stop stop asking you and that's just the way unfortunately the way it is and um anyone would though you would if yeah. it's vice versa like it's not them being not like not nice people it's just them wanting to respect that well, you just they were. want friendship from you as well and if you're yeah. not giving it back like what what are they meant to do then yeah. do you know what i mean yeah um uh, I don't know, like, obviously you need to just be kind to yourself and just say, like, I'm, obviously you're terrified and, like, you're probably a very anxious person. I don't think you have to be ashamed of that. No. I just think that you need to accept the fact that you do need to make an effort sometimes. Yeah. To, to, um maintain your friendships at the end of the day it's all about maintaining and you need to find a balance yeah you need to find a balance of you time and friends time at the end of the day like it's you've obviously made these friends somehow yeah like do you know what i mean like, you've yeah. obviously made them somehow yeah and do you know what when all else fails just get really really drunk <laughs> isn't it like, you always yeah. have a good time. Like, I understand, right, when I met Seamus, he doesn't like going out. 
yeah. at all. Like he hates clubbing. Yeah. Hates it with a passion. But that's how you met. I know, I know it sounds quite random, <laughs> but right, he no, he hates clubbing. Yeah. Did like detests <laughs> it. And you know, I love clubbing. Yeah. I love going to a bar. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Always have. Always will. Yeah. And you know, if when obviously pre lockdown, but when you know, if I was oh I've got to go to a bar, like he'd just be like, oh, He doesn't like the music, he doesn't like loudness, he doesn't like the atmosphere, he doesn't like drunk people, he doesn't like this fake atmosphere, he doesn't like it, he gets, because he doesn't drink, so he he sees it from like the real self, like, so I can understand people don't like going out, yeah. But at the, at the same time, like, you do have to push. Like, he does yeah. push himself. Like, yeah. if, I, if I'm like, no, please come out, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, so he go. makes an effort, basically. Yeah, he makes an effort. And yeah. that's, that's, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. I think it's all about making an effort, isn't it? Yeah. You do have to push yourself sometimes out of your, com- out of your comfort zone. Um, yeah. I don't think you're boring. No, I don't Just, think you're boring and unlikable. You like to be with yourself more. Yeah. And that's fine. I do as well. Yeah, I think I think I do as well. Um, but it's important to keep those friendships, and sometimes you do have to do what other people want to do in a group setting, and you've just got to go along with it. And even if you're not enjoying yourself, they'll appreciate it. You know your friends will appreciate it and think, wow, you're such a good friend, like, you actually pushed yourself and you're obviously not um, really enjoying yourself, but we are thankful that you're here. Mm. That's my advice. Yeah. Should we end it on that, then? Yeah. So thank you, everybody, for listening today. Thank um, you. If you want to send in your dilemma, do so at thebiggirlsdon'tcrypodcast at outlook.com. Or DM us on our Instagram page, which is Big Girls Don't Cry Podcast. Yes. Um, got a lot of insert <laughs> content coming up. So yeah, we'll we've, been, we've been sort of slacking. We have we? been slacking. What is wrong with us? These past two weeks or three weeks, uh, we've not released any content, but we will. We'll be back. Will you be back? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard though in lockdown, isn't it? It is hard. But, um, yeah. Lots of love. Lots of love. Thank you. So this is Beth. This is Ron. And you're listening to Big Girls Don't Cry, Don't Cry, Don't Cry.